0: Yes, I know what you think of me. You never
1: shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never
2: shut up. Good morning everybody. Today is Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm your host Efren Junior and today's day 15 of our 100 piece challenge. What up, people? I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and I hope you got dressed up, if that's your thing. I hope you were the slutty astronaut you always wanted to be. I saw a slutty Smurf, of course. I think that's a popular costume that we don't give enough credit to. I saw a lot of Spider-Men in the bodysuit. You know, it's basically just guys trying to show off they have a big wiener. Basically, I saw a lot of fabulousness, even though most of the costumes, I'm like, what are you? Do I not know pop culture? Someone on TikTok was Mary Roach. Do you remember Mary Roach from American Idol, who said that if she made it onto the show, she would change her name to Mary Gilbeau. I saw that on TikTok. That was one of my favorites. I, myself, was a hot dog at our Halloween festival at work, and I may be a hot dog today in my second works costume contest. So we will see. But because I was interested, I wanted to do a little research on what this day actually was. Today is Samhain, and it says here on nationaltoday.com, Samhain, which begins at nightfall on October 31st and continues until sunset on November 1st of every year, is considered one of the most important festivals of the ancient Celtic religion. Samhain is considered to be the time when gods become visible to mankind, and they tend to play tricks on their worshipers. This day used to be a day of fear and danger. Sacrifices were one of the vital rites of the festival as Celts believed they were essential to prevail over the perils before them that the deities could have laid down. For the ancient Celts, Samhain was an agricultural festival that marked the time when summer ended and people took stock of the food before winter. With the end of the harvest season, it was also considered a time of supernatural intensity when the forces of darkness walked on earth. Ancient Celtic people used to build large bonfires hoping to please the gods who would safeguard their livestock and harvest in return. It is also a festival of separation between summer and winter, the light and the dark. It was believed that the normal order of the universe is suspended today during Samhain. The barrier between the physical world and the spiritual world ceased to exist on this day, which allowed for communication between humans and spirits. To avoid the spirits, Celts disguised themselves in costumes that consisted of animal heads, skins, and horns so that the spirits would consider them fellow supernatural beings and not humans. Animals were sacrificed to please the Celtic deities, and people used to take coals from the central fires of bonfires to light their hearths. In the 7th century, Pope Boniface IV created All Saints Day, which a century later was moved to November 11th. It acted as a Christian substitute to Samhain. Before, the saintly celebration was observed on the day of All Hallows' Eve or Halloween. From Celtic religions, the holiday started to spread to other places. By the 1800s, the fall festival, which marked the seasonal harvest, started to have Halloween elements and Irish immigrants who were escaping the potato famine brought many Halloween traditions to America, which popularized this festival. So that is the timeline of Sam Hain. A day when the veil is lifted, essentially, and the gods come into the physical realm. So look for signs today on that. We pulled liquid diamonds. All that energy in the bag. Of all things, on this day, of all days, this song on this day? Just kidding. I'll take the song on any day, frankly. But what's resonating with me today And you know i have a lot to get off my chest but what's resonating with me today is that on this 100 day journey toward a better version of myself i started this for myself to be able to concretely like look back and say yes i did the work i did some work and i made some progress if i complete the challenge and if i rise to the occasion in 100 days i should be able to say that i took some steps that i will continue to take steps but that i took steps And that here are measurable outcomes. Here's what I did. Because I'm one big deliverable unto the world and unto myself. Here are my measurable outcomes. I did this for 100 days. There's nothing that I've really stuck to intentionally for 100 days that has made me feel mentally, physically well. Consciously, I mean. You sort of stick to the habits without thinking about it that make you feel good or set off some sort of quake in your brain, whether ultimately that's good for you or not. But these are steps that I'm taking, 100 days of steps that hopefully will form better habits, that hopefully I will be able to look back and say like, oh, I took the step, I took a step towards this higher version of myself. And pulling liquid diamonds on a day like today, on a journey, in the middle of a journey, we're 15 days into a journey. So if you're if you're doing any project for 15 days, congratulations, you've completed two full weeks. Two full weeks, three full business weeks. Congratulations to you. And sometimes it's hard. I totally get it. It's fucking difficult to think about these things and to remember these things all the time, especially if you're up against any kind of challenge. So... I'm struck by the lines in Liquid Diamonds today, I'm struck by the lines, and if your friends don't come back to you, and you know this is madness, a lilac mess in your prom dress, and it says, I guess I'm an underwater thing, so I guess I can't take it personally. I very rarely go back and listen to our episodes of Drive All Night. We've done this episode. What I recall from this episode was a wonderful three-hour journey with women explaining the song to David and I, and really diving ooh, diving diving deep into the water of the song and i don't know if i had this thought on that episode but i'm struck with this thought today because i feel like i've lost a lot of friendships recently or a lot of friendships have changed dimension or changed scope rather but i do feel a shifting of a lot of relationships in my life ever since 2021 into the complete wreckage I created of my life in 2021 and 2022. But I do feel relationships have changed and shifted with some people that I cared very deeply about, but if I look at that in relation to this line, if your friends don't come back to you and you know, this is madness. I guess I'm an underwater thing, so I guess I can't take it personally. If you're swimming through the ocean of your life, if you're swimming through the ocean of space and time, if your body is diving and cresting up and rising up and going down through the water of your life, you're never going to take it personally that this flora or this fauna that you spend time swimming along with, you're never gonna take it personally that they swim on their own journey you encounter in the ocean of life, I think, if you dive into the water, if you've ever swam in an ocean, which I've been pushed in, but if you've ever swam with the fishes, you wave to the fishes, you say you acknowledge the fishes, you swim along with them for a while, and then they go on their way and you go on yours. And you don't take it personally and it doesn't destroy you and it doesn't make you feel differently about yourself or change anything about yourself except for maybe taking something from the experience valuable that you need to take. And so I really needed that today because using this as an open platform... I found out that my mom has been in L.A. or had been in L.A. I don't know if she is anymore, to visit my brother who lives in Pomona. And I just didn't know about it. I found out through social media, which is awesome. That's awesome. And so it kind of set me back a little in a few journeys that I had or that I've been on. But particularly reset a path that I've had to travel for a few years, which is like a, a no contact path. Because I've, I just, it gets into my head and it just is... Um, can be very destructive. So I downloaded the audible version of adult children of emotionally immature parents, which I'd read a long time ago. And I downloaded the audible version of it while I was working my second job and got through about half of it and just cleared my mind. Because if you think that if you think of someone as a set of circumstances, or if you think of someone as a set of things that have made them up, it's easier I think to see them and see their choices as not personal to you and release the feelings that surround them that you carry with you. So I have a lot of releasing to do still, I realized. And I wanna play this clip from the book because it's, uh, it was particularly meaningful to me last night. And it, was, it starts the book off basically at the beginning.
3: Emotional loneliness is a vague and private experience, not easy to see or describe. You might call it a feeling of emptiness or being alone in the world. Some people have called this feeling existential loneliness, but there's nothing existential about it. If you feel it, it came from your family.
2: So that's that. I think that if you are on a journey, a journey takes you somewhere, right? You are you are Odysseus. You are in your own odyssey. So you are on a path for yourself. Ultimately, you have to answer to yourself at the end of the day. You have to answer to your soul, to your higher calling, to your next version of yourself. You have to answer to all of that. You do. And so you're on this journey. You can't take it personally if your friends don't come back to you. You can't take it personally if you're a lilac mess in your prom dress every now and again. It's the cycle. It's the journey. You're an underwater thing. We're all underwater things on the journey. I'm looking out my 8th floor window in downtown LA and I see these concrete buildings so proud and stable and erect and tall that it doesn't feel like I'm floating through time and space. It feels like I'm very grounded, but I'm not. We're all swimming through life. It's so important to remember that we are in motion. Forward, hopefully, we're in motion. We're always forward, I guess. But it sucks. It really sucks to know that I have a parent. That wouldn't let me know she was in town or didn't think, I guess, whatever her motivation. But what it helps to remember is that I'm on a journey and I can't take it personally. And it's just a mantra that I've got to say to myself. At my Halloween festival at work, we had a little, quote unquote, fortune teller for the kids, right? Just like a little... I don't know how to describe, like an oogly boogly thing, (laughs) like a, ooh, let me read your palm. And then every kid got the fortune. There was like a bunch of different fortunes and each kid got the fortune. Like, you don't wash your hands enough after you go to the bathroom or you're giving your parents a hard time. You need to be better. (laughs) Things like that. Okay. So it was very light. But the girl who I work with, who I hadn't really had an occasion to chat with very much, she's kind of new. I work with her and she had this deck of prism cards that's like an aura reading card set. And I got really, I got an interesting reading that I felt was spot on if I'm completely honest. It was hard to hear it because I was with coworkers. So you know, you got to play it off like, what? But yeah, I do feel like it was spot on. So it made me think a little bit more. And I actually went and I went to Amazon and I bought the deck. The specific ones I got were Prism Oracle, tap into your intuition with the magic of color. They were on Amazon for like $18. And they were the ones that were read f- from to me. And it's a, it was like a past, present and future reading where she pulled one card for each. And my cards that I got were my past, that was cu- the energy that was going out was success. The energy that was present was pain and the energy that was coming was isolation. And so that was hard to hear a little bit, but I recognized it, the success of coming off of a really fantastic tour, really feeling in my element in some ways, the pain of the moment, and the isolation of what's to come for myself, again, back to the evolving nature of relationships. So... It inspired me to think a little bit more about auras, which I want to talk about this week a little bit. I'm going to read this from Healthline. What exactly are auras? And I have had a listener of the show offer to hook me up with a friend of hers who reads auras, and I wasn't ready at that time. I think I'm ready now. I feel like this is really interesting to me, and it's coming at the right moment in my life where I'm open to it and it snuck in, in a way, when I least expected it. So what exactly are auras? I don't know if this is news to anyone, but this is a journey that I'm on as well. So what exactly are auras? As human beings, we radiate a very low level of electricity. I knew that. That's uh, Because, you know, I'm, I've been a lighting designer in my life and I know all about electricity. As human beings, we radiate a very low level of electricity that's otherwise known as an electromagnetic field, says Christina Lonsdale, a Portland-based artist behind a popular aura photography practice called Radiant Human. Ancient systems of medicine, such as Hindu scriptures, believe that this energy is expressed in seven layers. Each layer is said to correlate to a different element of your physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional health. It's thought that these layers can interact with one another to influence your overall health. Your aura is thought to be a luminous body that surrounds your physical one. Each layer and any problems in them surrounds your body in a net of energy. So that is your aura. What do the different aura colors mean? And this is general interpretations by shamans and practitioners, and they suggest the following, that red auras are well-grounded, energetic, and strong-willed. Orange auras are adventurous, thoughtful, considerate. Yellows are creative, relaxed, friendly. Green, social, communicator, nurturing. Blue is intuitive, spiritual, free-thinker. Indigo is curious, spiritually connected, and gentle. And violet is wise, intellectual, and independent. So those are the Aura Colors. This deck that I got, and I'm excited to learn more about it and practice it a little bit. It has different reading formations, and you can do a daily reading, a weekly reading, yearly, I suppose, reading. And I do want to start pulling a card for myself every day to kind of just understand where I'm at and maybe guide me a little bit again from Healthline, are auras real? Though no scientific studies exist to prove the existence of auras, many practices and philosophies do believe that they are real. However, the interpretation of what an aura actually is may vary among practices and philosophies. All things have energy. It's the way you send out vibes or awareness, but it's unclear whether that energy can truly be thought of as a manifestation of the spiritual and physical body. In other words, not everyone believes that auras are a reflection of your state of being. One way to think of an aura is of the energy that someone around you emits. Some people make you nervous, others relax you. This, in some ways, could be seen as a reaction to the energy that they radiate. Are aura is the same thing as vibes. Kind of. Vibes are short for vibrational frequency. We talked about vibes. We've talked about vibes for years, which is what an aura is comprised of, Lonsdale says. Your energy may tell someone around you that you're angry or elated, distraught or excited, even without you saying a word. Likewise, you may sense those emotions from another person. You're tapping into the frequency that person is operating on, Emma Milden, author of The Soul Searcher's Handbook and a self-described spiritual activist tells Healthline. Our frequency or vibe is what others can sense or what attracts or repels us from others, depending on how our frequency works with others. So that's interesting to me. Does everyone have an aura? Yes, every living human has an energy field around them. Other living things such as trees, flowers, or animals can also have an energy field as well. A 2018 paper published in the Journal of Traditional Chinese Medical Sciences describes a human body as containing both visible and invisible parts. The author goes on to say that measuring a human energy system would require tools beyond what scientists have access to in the moment today. While no scientific study proves that everyone has an aura, it's generally accepted that every living human has an energy field around them. Some believe that the human energy field may be more complex than that of other organisms because we are more evolved. Says who? We're all broadcasting like radio stations without even knowing it. So with that in mind, and I will continue on this aura journey, I feel enlightened in a way, and everything comes with time. I'm still spraying root chakra spray today more than ever. I'm drenched. I'm soaked. I'm covered in it. But I went to uh, Sophie Anamato on Instagram, at Sophie Anamato, two ends, and... I found some aura strengthening journal prompts. So this is the journal prompt for today. Make a list of all things that make you feel on top of your game. It could be that second cup of coffee, going on your late afternoon walk, your favorite pair of tennis shoes, cuddling with your pet. Make sure you have at least 20 things on this list of things that make you feel on top of your game. If you ever don't feel the best or need to remember what you love, you can always turn back to this list. and the. your journal prompt is the things I still love and make me feel happy when everything sucks are these 20 things. 20 things that make you, specifically you, happy. I'm looking at a book that I sometimes read from and I've had since high school. My friend Hank highlighted the ones that really meant something to him. 10,000 things to be happy about. Do you know about this book? I've had this for years. I've probably read from it on this show. It comes up on occasion in my mind. Yes. One of the first ones on the first page is the angle of your head while eating a taco. That's something to be happy about, honestly. But what are these 20 things for you, specific to you? And if you want to share them with me, awesome. I would love to know more about everybody. Genuinely curious about what makes you happy, what makes you you. So if you have 20 things, if you do do a list of 20 things that make you feel on top of your game, feel free to send them to me on Instagram so I could read them. I'm very curious what makes people tick. With that being said, remember, you're an underwater thing. You can't take it personally. If your friends don't come back to you, you're in motion like the song is in motion. You're in motion. You would never scream at the birds for not coming back to you. You would never take it personally that the same birds didn't visit you every morning. How would you even know? So with that, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
4: Bye. The following program is presented in stereophonic sound. Please adjust your listening device accordingly and enjoy the presentation. Oh no so word and it gets to be too much yeah there's a poison that's been moving through my mind i'm certain that i A place. About it, just think
3: about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Fire in my Nubian eyes everything spiritual the calm of my rolling feet ain't nothing but a miracle She's off again my bottom rain little loneliness is due madness the residue for me and you love stuck again lies in the veins just a up and swept it's game gluttony ain't good sadness is food
0: Rowling
3: Into the path of a woman Into the path of a woman Bridge of my eccentric thoughts is practicing patience. Someday redemption will call for black bastards' renaissance. I'm back again, my pride and pain. Little promise, kiss is true. Happiness is misconstrued. Oh boy, I'm screwed. Love's white again, dies in the skin. Cha 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 cha, then it peels. Yeah, she was fine. But sadness is one. Rolling.
5: I keep running into
3: the path of a woman, mm. into the path of a woman. Into the path of every now and then I look beyond and above But something keeps holding me to the ransoms of love of a woman, into the path of a woman, said I keep rolling, I keep rolling into the path of a woman.
6: Tell me how the world works for you Tell me which way
5: I'm the other guy, I'm the other guy to you, so i tell you what to do, save your tears for someone new. I'm